everybody. Welcome to Midnight Radio. I'm your host, Jerry Adams. Welcome again. If you'd like to call in and join in the conversation, talk about the stories we have tonight, you're more than welcome to do that. You can call leave me a three-minute voicemail message. Once we get our schedule straight, I'll put that up on our website, midnightrad.io. also put that on our YouTube, and you can... We'll start opening up the phone line. You can call in then. Until then, you can leave up to a three-minute voicemail message if you'd like to join in the conversation. The phone number is 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. Well, once again, that is 325-261-0892. You're always welcome to shoot me an email. My email is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. That is midnightrad dot io 101 at gmail.com today we're going to talk about dolly vision being arrested this has to do with the quentin simon case we also have news about the grandfather we have an update on gabby petito's parents on the gabby petito case there is a bill about the daylight savings time it passed last year we're going to tell you what this means to you Getting ready for that time change we're about to have. So let's go ahead and start, shall we? I never intended to cover this case. A writer never wants to talk about a case until after it's finished because you can influence jury polls. You can be a pain in the ass to the police. Even though I'm not writing about the Quentin Simon case, And I'm going to recap what that case is as we go through the new information for you. Even though I'm not writing about it, this is ingrained in a journalist and a writer of something you do not do. Even though I'm on YouTube, I've got this old sense and these old morals of my training for being a writer and also a radio. So this is something you don't do. I'm going to go into it anyway, go over what I can with you because there's been some new information. So a few days ago, the mother of the missing child, Quentin Simon, who's a one-year-old, he went missing almost a month ago now. She talked to a news agency. I'm going to play this clip, and this will also recap the case for you, for those of you that that don't know about it, and some of you don't. I, I realize that my show goes out of the mainstream YouTube more than other things do. So you can get a recap right here. I'm going to go ahead and play this first clip. And this is, you know, the only news agency that actually was able to, to talk to the mother. And this goes into what I'm going to tell you about Dolly vision being arrested because she talks about what it's like to be harassed Good evening and thanks so much for joining us for the News at 11. I'm Dawn Baker. Leilani Simon, the mother of missing Chatham County toddler Quentin Simon, talked to WTOC today for the first time since he was reported missing nearly three weeks ago. Chatham County Police and the FBI believe Quentin is dead and they are searching a local landfill for his remains. Police say Leilani is the only suspect in his disappearance and death. WTOC's Shay Schrader spoke exclusively to Leilani today. 
I spoke with Leilani, Quentin's mother, about a number of things, including her status as the only suspect in her son's disappearance and what life has been like for her and her family in the three weeks since he was reported missing. I also spoke with her about what she remembers from that morning. My kids woke up to me screaming, where's Quentin? And running through the house. I ran and looked everywhere, inside, outside, just started screaming for help. Leilani reported Quentin missing around 9 a.m. on the morning of October 5th. Since then, Chatham County Police and the FBI say they believe he's dead and are searching for his remains at a local landfill. Police say Leilani is the prime and only suspect in his disappearance and death, though she hasn't been charged with anything. I'm here. I've been here every day since this. I am not running and I'm not hiding. And if something does come up that I am at fault, I will take myself to that police station. And I will walk with her. Leilani and Billy tell me they get updates in Little Quentin's case mostly from watching the news. They spend their days waiting for a phone call with hopes there will be answers on the other end. All we want is justice for Quentin Simon. That's it. We, we want, want justice, justice too. <laughs> whatever cost answers. it is. We don't care the cost. We want answers just like everybody else does. At the end of it all, we love you, baby Q. My little Bucky, and we want him home. Chatham County Police and the FBI have been searching the landfill for Quentin's remains for around one week, but haven't announced any findings. Police also haven't announced any information about arrests or charges, but they do say that Leilani Simon is still their only suspect. We'll keep you updated as we learn more. So there's a, a lot going on about this on the internet, about the mother. I heard people saying a lot of negative things. That if they find her guilty, then she'll be the first to go up there. That's a, something a lot of people talked about because they said, what kind of mother says this? So let me tell you how I'm going to operate this here. I believe people are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. And that is also why, and even if they're permitted, if they're, what do you call it, guilty in a court of law and a jury of their peers or the judge, whichever they should choose, then that even doesn't necessarily mean they're guilty sometimes. It doesn't mean they're innocent either. But this is why the police haven't arrested the mother yet. If they have some information, you usually have to have a body, for one thing. They might have found, this is speculation, but I'm just saying, they might have found the weapon used to kill the child and they also need the body to prove that it was the mother. So they can, they can, oftentimes, they'll let it out that this is our prime suspect just to rattle them and make them do something stupid. Maybe she'll go to the body, try to hide it or something like that without arresting somebody. So that's what's going on. So we have these protests going on right now over there, right in front of the house. And in, in the front, there's a memorial on the house. And... So there was a exchange between the babysitter who is Quentin's babysitter and the grandmother. And that was the one that was standing beside Lalani in the video uh, earlier uh, a couple weeks ago. And the exchange was about the memorial on the front lawn, you know, because the, mo- the grandmother said that their 
they still have hope that the baby's not dead. And, well, you'll see. This is a clip I'm going to play for you. This is from uh, News Channel 3 there in the area, Savannah, Georgia. So they interviewed the babysitter the night that Quentin was declared missing. I'm going to play that, and it'll also catch you up on that. Learning more about how this morning played out with this family and the babysitter who was originally supposed to be at this home this morning. News 3 Brian Gallagher also here with me at this scene tonight with those details. Thank you, Brett. Earlier tonight, I talked with the toddler's babysitter. She is sharing her concerns tonight. It's an interview you will only see on WSAV News 3. I have been keeping Quentin and Zane for six months. Um, I kept them yesterday, and they went home last night. Diana McCarter says she babysits little Quentin and his siblings and was supposed to watch them this morning. She says she was confused as to why plans would change so suddenly. I got a text this morning saying that they would not be here. I would not be babysitting them at 529 which was kind of odd because I have them even when she doesn't work. 30 minutes later, 6 a.m. was the last reported sighting of Quentin, according to police. Diana says other family members asked her where Quentin might be. And then I get a text at 9 o'clock saying, have I seen Quentin? I immediately go to their house. I try to help them look. They didn't want that. So I've just been waiting around like everybody else. Diana and other neighbors are shocked by the news and wonder what could have happened to little Quentin. My heart is broken. Um, I'm not his mother, I'm not his family, but I love him very much. And I just don't know what could happen. The police did a really good job of looking and where does a one-year-old go? They've covered a lot of ground. Again, we will continue to update you with the latest developments online and tomorrow on WSAV News 3 today. In Chatham County, Brian Gallagher, WSAV News 3, on your side. So this was, this was the night after he was reported missing. So that morning when the babysitter normally would go in to, to babysit, they called her the night before and said, don't worry, you're not going to be babysitting today. And then later that day, they asked her if she'd seen the baby. So this is very odd. Wouldn't they have told her, hey, we can't find Quentin. Where is he? This is what people are thinking. These are the questions that come up. And there is an answer to this. We'll find out when the all the information is revealed, won't we? So this, this led to a heated exchange between the babysitter and the grandmother. This is Lalani's mother. And I have the recording right now. I'm going to play it for you. You're going to have to hear it. And it's it's hard to, kind of hard to understand. I'm going to be playing it. I'm going to close captions on on my side. So, here it is. It was said, though, that this started over a heat, this heated exchange here started over an argument over a washer. And dryer.
do that to me. Yeah. The problem. Really? Because you. I'm what? No one likes you. I'm what? You. I'm what? No, I don't play that line. I should not have been out of town. You shouldn't have. No, I'm not going to be Yeah, I did. I didn't pay for your family. Your entire family. I didn't ask you. Your entire family. Keep recording. Don't take my phone. Keep recording. Don't take my phone. Good. You were wrong. You were wrong. I begged you to help. I begged you to help. Put that on social media. I begged you to help. Oh, yeah. And I begged you to help. I said, hey, Michelle, please get the kids. You're a liar. Take them. I'll give you three hundred. I'm about to put it all over. I'm a liar. I'm about to put it all over. I'm about to put it all over. Good. Good, awful because you're awful to say you're, you're going to put a memorial. My baby's you're not dead. You are a liar. My baby's you not dead. My baby's not you're dead. You're a liar. You're a liar. No, you are. You are. My baby's not dead. I thought you were a woman of God. That. I thought you were a woman of God. You got Quentin? Do you have Quentin? I don't have Quentin. Maybe you do. Me. Maybe you do. You got him. Okay. You got him. Well, I'm about to call the police. You're the only one that can go in my house and take him. Your I'm kids go in my house and take him all the time. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. We did not go in her house. I want to see your on the news. Oh, it's going to And that's it. Wow. So the babysitter is saying that she was told not to come over there. She was told not to help. That's not what the family wanted. And it looked very staged. The grandmother saying, we begged you to help. We begged you to help. You can see her face, how she looks at the camera. And as she looks at the camera, she says, put that on social media. Put that on social media. I'm sure there's a lot of people who've made these comments before. Again, innocent until proven guilty. We have no idea what's going on. No clue, but I'm recapping you so I can show you the latest, latest developments. So this, this was shocking. Okay, here's, here's, here's the latest two developments. I'm going to talk about Dolly Vision being arrested, but first this. This is Highway 23, just outside the small city of Girard. The white paint that stains the pavement here is where Henry Dale Moss Sr. got run over. According to crash investigators, the car that hit the man took off. Those investigators believe Henry had a flat tire and was simply walking back home just before sunrise yesterday. For Henry's son, Quentin's dad, these past few weeks have been nothing but continuous heartbreak. His son believed to be dead in this dump. Last week, his mom, Catherine Heron, died. We showed you Quentin's name listed as a survivor in her obituary. Today, Bubba Moss is dealing with the loss of his dad. For the police looking for Quentin's body, they've admitted the task is extremely challenging. But they've moved the reminder of what they're looking for from its room at this command center right to the dump they're searching 
Quentin's picture right there as motivation. Sheriff's office on October 3rd. So I want to say again, reiterate that the father, the grandfather of Quentin Simon was killed after he was struck by a vehicle. This happened at 7.20 a.m. yesterday. That's when this information came out. So this is the father of the son that impregnated Lalani. So it's not Lalani's parents. That's the mother of Quentin Simon. It's Quentin Simon's father. His father. And apparently his mother died a few weeks ago. Wow. Not Quentin Simon's son, but the father. This would be Moss Jr. His family's dropping like flies. Wow. So, I'm going to read what happened to Dolly Vision. So, I don't watch Dolly Vision. I don't, I don't think I've ever watched one of the shows. There, there's some things I watch and I'm only there for 10 or 15 minutes. I've, I've never seen anything of a show other than this. For some reason, it was coming up on my YouTube feed. And he has two, two sites on YouTube. Two, one is uh, Jimmy Jams TV and one is Dolly Vision. And both of those were coming up as he was streaming live from in front of the Quentin Simon house in Georgia there. And he, him and Bullhorn Betty, who someone else I've never seen, were there. And they were covering this and they were protesting. I do have a picture to go with this of uh, Jimmy, a.k.a. Dolly Vision, standing on, on top of a car yelling or something. I might find some way to put that up for you guys to see. Never, nevertheless... So they'd been out there for days. All right, let me read this for you because there's no audio for this. A man was arrested Thursday. What is today? Is today not today's Friday? This was all all this happened yesterday. And there's a lot of protesters that are out there right now protesting the mother. That's what they're protesting. Trying to get the mother to turn herself in. The police are searching a landfill, and they have been, and they still have not found the body. They're convinced that it's in the landfill for whatever reason. Uh, That's not disclosed yet. We're going to find out later when it goes to trial, probably why. And this story will then get a lot darker. I promise you that. A man was arrested Thursday outside the home of a missing Chatham County child. According to the Chatham County Police Department, Jimmy Williams was arrested in the 500 block of Buckhalter Road and is charged with simple battery and disorderly conduct. According to police, a complaint had been a complainant had videoed that showed Williams grabbing her arm and pulling papers and an air horn from her hands. Police say Williams is a YouTuber and protester that has been outside the home where missing child Quentin Simon was last seen. I'm going to read that again. 
and I'm going to update this for you later because I don't know, because I'm going to read this again. What did I tell you before? Him and Bullhorn Betty were out there. According to police, a complainant had video that showed Williams grabbing her arm and pulling papers and an air horn from her hands. I do not know. I'm going to verify this, but was this Bullhorn Betty? Did him and Bullhorn Betty get in a fight? In a statement released Thursday evening, Chatham County Police Chief Jeff Hadley said the department would be unveiling some measures to limit the disruptions to the community on Buckhalter Road. Since October 12th, police have responded to over 50 calls for service in the 500 block of Buckhalter Road. Over the last three weeks, while the police department officers have been focused on finding Quentin Simon, a growing number of people calling themselves protesters have gathered outside of Quentin's home on Buckhalter Road. While the police department supports everyone's right to protest peacefully, we also support the rights of citizens to live in a peaceful environment. The people on Buckhalter Road calling themselves protesters, quote, unquote, have made that nearly impossible. Since October 12, 2022, when the first YouTube protesters arrived, I believe that was Dolly Vision and Bullhorn Betty. We have responded to over 50 calls for service in the 500 block of Buckhalter Road, and we have made multiple arrests. This has taken precious resources away from our department at a time when we are focused on the most massive investigation in the history of our police department. Many of the people claiming to want justice for Quentin have turned this tragic and heartbreaking case into a money-making circus. And they have made it impossible for the people who live in the area to enjoy the peace and tranquility of their homes. This is unacceptable. It has to stop. Over the next few days, we will be unveiling some measures to limit the disruption to the small community. Neighbors have had to endure more than their fair share of noise, vulgarity, and police presence over the last three weeks. We will do everything we can once again to give them a sense of normalcy. This afternoon, some of the protesters moved to the police department headquarters at 295 Police Memorial Drive. This is a much more appreciated place to hold a protest. So there you go. What do you think about this? Do you think these protesters, as they call themselves, or what are they protesting? They're protesting the mother trying to get the mother to turn herself in. Is that what they're protesting? Are they protesting the police department? No. From what I've heard, they're protesting the mother. I want to know what you think about this. Is it okay for Jimmy Jam's Dolly Vision TV to go down there and protest this? I heard Molly Golightly's there too. Mallory Williams is down there too. Bullhorn Betty's down there. Is it okay for him to do this? Are they lining their pockets? Are they making this their content? Is this what they do? Now, I'm not saying Mallory Williams, Molly Golightly, or Justice for All are protesting. I'm saying that they're down there. I want to know what you think about this. Is it okay? I'm not sure how I feel about this. Now, Jimmy Jimmy Jams, Dolly Vision, Jimmy Williams was, was down there protesting with a bullhorn. 
and talking about he would be right close to there covering the action and causing drama. So is that what's not okay? But as far as Molly Golightly, Justice for All, Mallory Williams, that is okay. To go down there and look at things and talk about it, is that okay? I want to know what you think about this. Phone number is 325-261-0592. That is 325-261-0892. Leave up to a three-minute voicemail message. I want to know what you think. What do you think about this? Or you can email me. At midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. I got some news about Gabby Petito. For those of you that don't know, Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have them going to the Whole Foods store in Jackson, Wyoming. This is the one where she, I'm going to post this on the link. This is a video where she looks beat down and upset about being around him. This came out this week or last week. This is the news. Gabby Petito's parents were preparing to shell out thousands to fly her home from Moab, Utah, after after former fiancé Brian Laundrie was seen hitting her in public. Court filings revealed Thursday, but they held off after learning that police were involved in the case. Lawyers for the slain travel bloggers' parents formally filed a lawsuit against the Moab Police Department Thursday, alleging that its officers' negligence caused Gabby's tragic death, her tragic, untimely death, and seeking more than $50 million in damages. A bystander in Moab, Utah, called 911 to report seeing Petito hit and slapped by former fiancé Brian Laundrie in broad daylight on August 12, 2021, roughly two weeks before he would strangle her in the Wyoming wilderness. Police stopped the couple, made no arrest, and split them up for the night. Petito called her parents, who immediately responded, by beginning to arrange for Gabby to fly home and to have her van shipped home to separate her from Brian. The 35-page complaint says, We didn't know that Brian was who he was. An emotional Nicole Schmidt told reporters Thursday, We just didn't know. There was no indication of that. But when police got involved, they held off on their plan to fly Petito home, believing that the situation was being appropriately handled and evaluated by competent authorities. Petito's parents and step-parents, Joseph and Tara Petito, Nicole and Jim Smith, were in Salt Lake City in person for the announcement. She could have been protected that day, Schmidt said, adding that it is a family's goal to protect other daughters in domestic violence from the state. I have a copy of the complaint right here. And I got video of the the body, the uh, body camera footage of Gabby of Gabby Petito in the car, uh, the police car. This is where they let her go, and they split him up for the night. 
So the Gabby Petito story is not finished yet. It's a horror story. It literally is. It's a modern horror, horror story. I'll put a link to this article so you guys can see it. This this article here has everything. It has everything and then some. What do you think about this? Do you think the Moab authorities should be held accountable? I've seen the video before. And the way Gabby talked, like he, like Brian talked to her, that she was the emotional person. Like she was the one causing the drama. She had this in her mind about this. You can see this footage of her at Whole Foods. She's a beaten, broke down woman. Ladies, don't put up with this. If anything good can come out of that, I know that the light has been shined on narcissistic jackasses like Brian Laundry. And I don't use that word narcissism very much, although it floats around a lot online, doesn't it? This is a tragic story. I want to know what you think. Phone number is 325-261-0892. 325-261-0892. Leave me a voicemail message up to three minutes. I'll play it on the show. Do you think the Moab police are accountable for this murder? Well, if you don't have an opinion yet, you can click on this article. This is a Fox News article I'm going to give you. And you're going to have all the evidence right there before the trial, before the civil damages trial, right? Speaking about civil stories, I have one for you here. And this is a this is information for you and me. We're going to go over it at the same time. Because a bill passed to end daylight savings time. And here's why you still have to change your clocks. Let me see. Because it's too much of a hassle. Wow, really? The ritual of falling back, setting clocks back one hour to mark the end of daylight savings time officially takes place at 2 a.m. Sunday. The hour clock change doesn't alter time itself, of course, but shifts more daylight into the morning instead of the evening. For example, sunset on November 5th in Birmingham is 5.52 p.m. The next day's sunset is 4.50 p.m. Changing the clocks is a controversial practice and one that several states, including Alabama, have targeted in recent years. Despite that, we're still tinkering with the clocks twice a year. Matter of fact, and I will have a link to this in the show notes, I, I spent some time in Phoenix, Arizona. One of the things I really appreciated was not having to worry about daylight savings time. And as I'm broadcasting to you live over the plains of Texas right now, something I have to deal with twice a year. And believe me, if you're waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning, it makes a big difference. Daylight savings time ends at 2 a.m. Sunday, November 6th. So most people move their clocks back one hour before going to bed. Saturday night, we sprang forward an hour at the start of 
DST Daylight Savings Time on March 13th. The U.S. Senate voted unanimously in March to pass the Sunshine Protection Act to make daylight savings time permanent starting November 5th, 2023. So that's your answer. The bill would not alter or change time zones or mandate places that don't observe DST, including Hawaii and most of Arizona. The House is yet to take up the measure, however, meaning for you, for now, we will keep changing our clocks twice a year. But again, that was... That was November 5th, 2023 is when it was supposed to take place. So that's not even this year. That's next year. So we'll find out what happens next year. Until then, remember, November 6th, the Sunday before you go to bed, change that clock. We can't afford to, to have you be late to work now, can we? Or be late to downloading the show or listen to us live on midnightrad.io. If you'd like to leave me a comment or question, you can do that. 325-261-0892. You have three minutes. Some of the questions I asked you today. Is it okay for YouTube slash protesters to broadcast there from the Quentin Simon house? Are they taking valuable resources away from the investigation like the police said? Are they making themselves a nuisance? Are they hurting instead of helping? Are they just making money and hurting? Hey, I want to know what you think. These are questions I have. It's not up to me to make my mind up. Help me. Make it make sense. I don't know. Also, you think Gabby Petito's parents are right for suing the Moab Police Department? If they did their job, she would still be alive. After all, because the law states that if one of the two in a domestic relationship that have a some kind of abuse report it have to be separated uh, one's supposed to go to jail not just separated is that the case let me know what you think 325-261-0892 see what else do i have is there anything i'm missing um just a quick note to let you know that today's day i'm gonna start working on that ai generated movie from the short story the Haunted Pussycat. Or should I call it The Haunted Putty Tat? We'll see what the computer-generated video will be like. I'm excited about this. I'll be narrating, but don't worry. I won't use my sleepy, dreamy voice. Hey, I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, God bless.